This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. There's a new blend of gasoline rolling out across the U.S., and one motorist group says it poses a risk to millions of vehicles. GM's 2012 models can accommodate it, but virtually every auto manufacturer in North America has advised us that they believe that that fuel is incompatible with their vehicles and could over time cause damage to the engine. Then, countless Americans are looking for jobs. We'll talk to an expert who says finding employment takes careful planning. Eight to ten percent of jobs are found online, and most jobs are found through networking. But you've got to have done some of the front-end work before you just go out and start pounding on doors. Those two stories, and much more, are coming your way on this week's edition of InfoTrack. Our show will get underway right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. There's a new blend of ethanol gasoline coming to the U.S., and one respected motorist group warns it may pose a risk to your vehicle. With a look, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thanks, Chris. We're talking with Robert Darmelnay. He's the president and CEO of AAA, and they recently issued a warning for consumers about something called E15 fuel. Mr. Darmelnay, thank you for joining us. Happy to be with you. So let's start out with what a lot of people are probably wondering. What is E15 fuel? Well, in essence, it's a variation on a fuel that we've all been putting in our cars for some time, which was E10. E10 had 10% ethanol and the rest was gasoline. E15 has 50% more ethanol. It's 15% ethanol and 85% gasoline. And what are the concerns that you have about E15? Well, the problem with E15 is twofold. First, we've done some research with American motorists and discovered that about 95% of them have no idea what E15 is, and they don't know whether it's appropriate to put in their car or not. And perhaps more importantly, virtually every auto manufacturer in North America has advised us that they do not believe that the vehicles they have manufactured to date, or in the case of GM, the vehicles they've manufactured before 2012, should be burning E15. They believe that that fuel is incompatible with their vehicles and could, over time, cause damage to the engine. What kind of damage are we talking about? In essence, it appears that the primary damage would be in the form of premature wear, and so that's a little hard to ascertain. But where the manufacturers have been more explicit has been in saying to consumers that if they put E15 in their car and have a problem, the manufacturer will not cover the repairs under the warranty. Now, this fuel is not widely available yet, is it? That's correct. It's available in only about three states in the Midwest. It should expand to a couple more in the next few weeks from what we've been told. And that's why we think this is an opportune time to stop selling it until we have more adequately informed the population as to whether or not they should be buying it. And I want to make it clear that we are not opposed to ethanol, and eventually we wouldn't be opposed to the sale of E15. Our only concern is that it has been introduced without adequate educational efforts with regard to whether or not it's appropriate for your vehicle. It's actually a pretty unusual step for AAA to come out like this, isn't it? Well, we do monitor what's happening in the automotive space, and when we feel that our members' interests, or for that matter, the motoring public's interests are at risk, we step in and provide an advisory, and that's what we've done in this case. For consumers who are in those states where E15 is now available, how do they know? Is there a sign that prominently says, this is E15 fuel? 
When the EPA authorized the sale of it, and it's probably important to point out that the EPA has not required the sale of it, they've simply authorized the sale of it, they also required that the retailer put on the pump a sticker that says, attention, this is E15 and it may not be appropriate for your vehicle. That sticker is about three inches by three inches wide, so relatively small, and I don't know if you pump your own gas, I pump mine, and when I'm at a fuel pump, usually most of what's stuck on the pump is either advertising from the gas company for some credit card or some promotion, or something stating that the pump has been checked and I'm going to get a full gallon for the gallon I pay for, and any other signage, including this small 3 by 3 sticker, is not likely to be the most prominent thing on the pump. So. We don't believe that, as presently presented, this is going to adequately inform the consumer. A few months ago, I saw a story that had motorcyclists up in arms, and that was that the EPA set in place an order that you could not buy less than four gallons of any kind of gasoline from a station that sold E15. I think the concern was that any leftover E15 in a hose could potentially damage a car or a motorcycle, and that four gallons would be enough of another fuel to dilute the dangers of E15. I suppose that's possible. It might depend on the configuration of the pump. As you know, in some service stations, there is one filler hose that will deliver whichever of the blends you select, and then in other service stations, they have multiple filler hose, each dedicated to its own product. So it might depend on the configuration of the pump. But while you're on that topic, it may be of interest that even the organization that advocates strongly in favor of the sale of E15, which is the Renewable Fuel Association, they put out a handbook for the people who sell fuel explaining what they need to do before they can sell E15. And it goes on at some length about the risks there are of putting E15 in their existing fueling systems. And they state that some underground tank systems and equipment may not be compatible with E15 and that some equipment, both new and used, has demonstrated limited ability to safely accommodate exposure to E15. So, in a way, even the people who think this is the right thing to be selling are warning each other of the importance of modifying and, in some cases, upgrading their own distribution equipment before they put E15 into it, which begs the question, if it's not safe for their tank, why would it be safe for ours? Our guest on InfoTrack is Robert Darbelnay. He's the president and CEO of AAA, and we're discussing AAA's concerns about a new blend of gasoline that could be coming to a station near you called E15. Mr. Darbelnay, if brand-new cars on dealership lots today can't use this, how many years down the road would it be before you would be comfortable with this being commonly used or commonly available? There are two things here. First of all, GM's 2012 models can accommodate it, and I imagine their 2013 will too. Ford's 2013 products are going to be able to accommodate it. So it's pretty clear that the auto manufacturers are going to move in the direction of making sure that future vehicles can safely burn E15. And so we'll see a growing segment. Right now, there are about 5% of the cars on the roads that can burn it safely, and we can see how that will probably creep up in increments of maybe 5 to 6% per year. Again, provided people know whether they should use it or not, it can be made available for sale. You and I probably, I'm not sure what your circumstances are. I don't have a car that burns diesel, but both of us know to go to a service station and not pump diesel into our car even though it's available. So E15 could readily be available for folks just so long as they know whether or not it's appropriate for their vehicle. Presumably there must be some benefits to E15. What are they? 
Well, there are a number. I'm glad you asked that question because it's going to afford us an opportunity to restate once again that we're not opposed to E15. The main benefit in our view of E15, or for any ethanol-based fuel, is that it reduces our dependency on fossil fuel and it reduces our dependency on foreign sources of crude. And it also has been quite helpful to domestic employment in that it has re-energized a lot of farming areas in the country. So there are some real benefits to ethanol. There are some other areas where the benefits are more or less significant. For example, if you think about vehicle emissions, from what we have studied, some of the emissions are up with E15, some are down, but overall it's about the same. Fuel economy, generally E15 won't allow you to drive quite as many miles as a gallon of pure gas would. There's a little bit less energy content in it, but it's only on the order of 3 to 5%, depending on whether you're using E10 or E15. The cost fluctuates, but it's usually within about 5 cents of the cost of regular gas, so there's a bit of a savings, but it's not enormous. And one of the question marks, I guess, for a lot of people is whether it has driven up the price of corn. What the EPA tells us is that they believe the impact of the production of ethanol has been minimal on the price of corn. I'm going to leave that topic to the experts. But again, I think the main benefit and the reason why we're not saying it shouldn't ever be available is that it's going to reduce our dependency on crude. Any final advice for consumers on you know what they should be aware of here? Well, the main issue, obviously, is to know that they're starting to put E15 in pumps at your local gas station. And if you have a car that is older than 2012, you probably shouldn't be putting it in your tank. And in any event, you ought to check with your manufacturer to find out what advice they're giving you relative to the use of E15. For the moment, I think what you're going to hear from almost every manufacturer is don't use it. Robert Darmonet, the president and CEO of AAA. And before we let you go, please give us your web address. AAA.com. Well, thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack. You're very welcome. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, what's the best way to find a job in this economy? A top expert spills the inside secrets. Coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this.